by the way, my friends became super hot. So, like, that worked in their favor. What happened to you? Oh, I'm my just gosh! Kidding. You're just dying a slow death. <laughs> this is my fault for having you on my podcast. It's your fault for having me in the first place. Well, I, I can't help it. <laughs> what? This is not a good idea. No, it is not. We are in trouble. Hey, everybody. It's Carrie, and this is Lucy. Hi. And welcome back to our podcast. This is not a good idea. <clears throat> Try again. This is not a good idea. Yes, it is not a good idea. Uh, it's a crazy day. Mommy's dieting again. I have to write my weight on my hand. Is I that don't really going to work? It is going to work. Is it really going to work? Yes. You put HCG and don't eat, and you even put notes all around the house, including the bathroom. That says, you're beautiful and wonderful. Stop no, eating. That said, do not eat. Carrie, don't cheat. It worked. No, it didn't. It, yeah, I because lost the weight. next day, I found like a half-eaten Cinnabon in the fridge. <laughs> and your my mother sent us waffles in the mail yesterday when I was trying yes, to help. Yes, Belgian waffles. It was terrible. You can't have any though. I did have one. Yeah, I know you did. You cheated. They were for me uh, and for you. And yeah. this morning I felt guilty, so I wrote my weight on my hands so I can feel bad about myself. I'm modeling good, positive weight loss behavior for you. What? I yeah. don't care. I have the mental. I have the same metabolism as my grandma. Yeah, which means you eat right like now. It sucks, but later it'll help me. Right. So you wanted to talk about our email. This is not a good idea. Podcast at yes, gmail.com. So you sent me an anonymous email. <laughs> did you make up a name? No, we just said uh, it was like it was like we uh, from like a loving fan or something like that. Well, Lucy, I get so many loving fan emails all the time. But this was not a loving email. It was mean? It wasn't mean. We were, like, I don't entirely remember it, but I do remember it. Stop laughing. Stop laughing on the podcast. Stop it. It's just like we were, t- we were talking about, like, how you and I have a very interesting relationship and... Oh, oh, no, you know what we were talking about? We were talking about how um, you shouldn't judge uh, my friendship with Casey. And it was you and Casey. Me and Casey teamed up for this. Wow. It was mostly me telling her what to email because I know you know my email. And I, I was thinking about possibly creating another email just for this purpose, but I was like, I don't want to do that. Well, uh, speaking of fans, I did a comment. I'm back on tour, which is very exciting. And as you know, I did a show this weekend in, in Phoenix, Arizona. Yep. And this group of women drove six hours each way to see my show. Aw, that's Six nice. hours to see your mother do comedy. We had 800 women show up for the show. That's cool. So I'm back on the road, people. I'm heading to Fresno. I don't know when this episode's going to air, but I've been to Tacoma. I've been to Seattle, Dallas, Phoenix, other places. And now I'm going to Fresno. Yes, Fresno, California, and I then Sacramento. Uh, and then I'm going to Lodi. And there's food trucks, so I'm pretty excited. So we sent you two emails. Mm-hmm. We sent you two emails. One email said stuff like, it was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we made them really cheesy, too. We were like, yes, friendship is a beautiful blossom that you should not get in the way of. It it blossoms like an oak tree that will stand tall and firm. And we were just, you we were going at it. It was amazing. And we signed it anonymously. And I'm so upset that you well, didn't get it. whose email address did you use, Dingling? Because I would have known who it was from. No, you wouldn't have. Well, whose address did you use? Oh, I'm not telling you that. 
It See, wasn't back in my day when you wanted to write an anonymous note, it wasn't traceable, okay? Unless you had one of those fingerprint kits that you ordered in the mail. It's not traceable now if you want. I could well, literally just say my name is I, I I could literally just create another email account just purposely. It's still to traceable. You, you can still trace email accounts. To you to the name, right? Well, to the account. So that I it could was change my name. Yeah, but then I could call the police, the police could do a search, and they could trace it. Yeah, but that would be a police, that would be the waste of... But back in my day, we would write anonymous notes. But you can't do that by calling the police because it would have to be a threat. Well, I might just say it was a threat just so they search it. That would literally put you in jail. Well, you just talked on our last episode about you literally breaking and entering into a house. Yeah, but they can't prove it. Well, they can't prove that. Because they don't know the house. I would be like, I was mistaken, it wasn't a threat, it was for my daughter. But listen, listen to me. Back in my day, when I was your age, we wanted to write an anonymous note. We did it in puffy marker, okay? And we did it on a piece of paper, and then we folded it in the shape of a a, a, a Jedi star. Have you ever gotten a note? A Jedi a, star? Yeah. And we star. There's no it. such thing as a, You mean a ninja star? Yeah, a ninja star. A Jedi yeah, star. Yeah, we would fold the paper in the form of a ninja star, and then flick it at them anonymously, and that was not traceable. You know what we did with paper? We gave each other paper cut. I'm just okay. Um, okay, and you know what else we used to do? You fortune could call, tellers. You could call somebody. Fortune tellers. Wait, this is, is anybody here? Uh, like in school, where you just do that thing where you make the fortune yeah. tellers. Those those were awesome. But can you wrap your head around the fact that you could pick up the phone and somebody is prank calling you? Oh, I have a story for you, and they can't trace it. So one time, me and my friend, and I'm gonna use my friend's real name. She wouldn't, but I'll say it was Carrie Vaccarelli. This is a really bad story, Carrie, so maybe you don't want your newborn baby to listen to this. But we were like a 10 or 11 or something. And we were, pr- back in my day, you would prank call people on the phone. I prank called Like, my dad is once. your refrigerator running? Yes. You might want to go find it. Like, really bad for 10-year-old, 11. What the So heck? we called this lady. I'll never forget it. I called this lady, and up, she got mad and started spewing Bible verses and curse words. In the name of Jesus, you better get the flip off this call. And she was like mad and angry and old. And she just kept talking. So we would call her back. And then it became, this is a true, oh, I'm so embarrassed. This is a true story. We kept calling and calling and calling. And maybe she just needs somebody to talk to because she didn't hang up, right? I'll tell you kids. And we didn't even say anything. This is how bad we were. We would call and just not talk. I was in like fifth grade. Some, that lady called the police. The lady called the police. Now, mom, if you were lying about this and there was some childhood lie, my mother told me that she got a call from the police because there was prank calls coming from our house. And I did that thing like Chunk did. In the I don't boot. think that you can do that. Yeah, I think you can. I don't think so. Well, I cried. Prank calls aren't illegal. Well, yeah, if you keep doing it, it's harassment. It would have to be harassment if you were actually saying something like rude or threatening to the Maybe person. Maybe she said. But then I cried, and I pulled that Goonies thing where Chunked it, and I'm like, and then I would throw up in the movie, and everybody started puking. I mean, I spilled all my, all my guts. Now I'm thinking that my mother lied to me. My mother said that the police were called. She said? I don't know. There's she a lot of things. She probably just found out from your friend's mom. I don't know. that her. How would her mom know? Because they got charged for the phone calls. Yeah, you can trace. Back in the, in the 90s and 80s, you could trace all the calls that were made. And we called this lady a lot. So they were like, who's this number? And they probably called the lady. You know who she sounded like? Medea. 
She sounded like Medea from Tyler Perry, and we loved her, and we loved to get her angry. And all you'd have to do is call and not talk, and she'd get angry, and she'd, like, curse us out. We prank called once. Who? Uh, I don't know. You have caller ID. That was a dumb idea. No, that was my friend. We prank called my dad. But you can't prank call your dad. He would know it was you. No, because I wasn't the one talking. What would you prank call your dad about? It was... <laughs> What? What? <laughs> Spill it. I just let my friend go wild, okay? I didn't say what friend? anything. What friend? I didn't say what to do. I don't want to say their name, but Did yeah. Dad know it was you? I told him it was me after that because I felt bad. <laughs> so, you know what we used to do? So, my best friend Susie uh, liked this boy in high school, and his name was Ryan. Uh, oh, my gosh. We called Ryan on the phone, and Susie was in my basement listening in on the other line, and then I was, like, asking Ryan who he liked. And then I think he said Susie because they got married. And they have a kid. So oh. it worked. But we had to do this. We had to put our oh, hand. Oh, Susie from Texas. Yeah, we had to put our hand over the receiver or press, like, the pause mute button. But then if you accidentally laugh and you unmute yourself, you are screwed. But we had two phones. So somebody would be in the basement. Somebody would be in the kitchen. And we would call people, boys. And then I would most of the time do the talking and then just see what the scoop was. Like, Why didn't was... you ever get Mark to call a girl or something to print call some of your friends or whatever? Um, Did they just like know his voice or something? Yeah. And plus... You should have done that. You should have just called like random girls I don't want to prank school. my girlfriends. Why not? I just want to call boys and see who they were asking to prompt. Nobody cares about boys like that. Well... You did about a minute and a half ago before this episode. Yeah, because I... Oh, now you're so evolved and mature. We have a trail of her caring about boys. I don't like anyone. If you don't like anyone, can I start naming names? No. Okay, I'm just saying. You don't like anyone right now. No. Uh, That changed radically in the last two weeks? Two weeks. How long have you been over your obsession? It's been like five months. Okay. Do you think it'll get reignited when you see certain said someone? No, actually, no, I don't think so. Well, your sister is very in a very intense relationship. Yes. With Sean Mendes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we keep tagging him on Instagram. He has not written back, but she is determined to marry Sean Mendes. I, I think she's know. the only one. My little sister is. She's like, Sean Mendes is my boyfriend. Sean Mendes and I are going to get married and have dinner together every night. That's what she said. I know. That's what she said. He might That's say. That's what she said. Okay, quoting the office. Uh, he might say yes. She's very bold. She doesn't take no for an answer. But I do think that the communications and the notes, like, if you want to stalk somebody now, like, if you really want to stalk them, you just go online, you find out all about them, and you know. Now, back in my day, when you want to stalk somebody, you have to get on a bike, and you got to go ride past their house back and forth and back and forth to see what they're having for breakfast. Uh, I had what a friend wearing. Where I was a bike to their house every single day when I found out I was moving here. And you know what they did? You know what they what? did? They moved miles away. Who was that? Casey. We oh, were yeah. talking about it. I was like, I was going to bike to your house. We were going to have, like best friend stuff and do it and she's like yeah I was like I was gonna get you frozen yogurt on the way and her and parents your- probably did not give her a choice no her moving. parents didn't get a choice they just said you're moving she didn't really care though well because they only moved like somewhat miles away well I'm just saying but uh yeah we now stopped- it's a difference if you move me to Washington there was this then there will be no communication well, what you can't use the internet no 
Oh, okay. She just said on the podcast, you can't use the internet. I can use the internet. It's just not the same as meeting someone in person. Well, I will share one last story. There was this hot guy in my neighborhood. His name no was Brian. No one wants to hear about a hot guy in your neighborhood. Well, he was. He was fine. Ew. And no. he would mow the Guys grass. Guys are so disgusting. Good. Oh, I'm so glad I have this on tape. This is awesome. Uh, I, I digress. And he would mow the grass without his shirt on. Why are you watching this? Well, my friend Tracy and I wanted to go see him. No. And we tried to get my dad to let us drive by his house, even though we didn't have our driver's licenses, uh, just so we could be, like, cool. But he lived I bet on, Rocco said yes. But he lived on a cul-de-sac. Did Rocco say yes? No. He but, let me drive at seven years old, but he didn't yeah. let you drive well, the car. can I you? finish the story? I'm going to share the story for the people, because I think you know how this story ends, so oh. don't. So, Brian Alexander, so for my 16th birthday in 10th grade, I get this thing in the mail, and it says you're invited to this thing called D-T-W-O-H, D-T-W-O-H, D-T-W-O. And I did not know what Detro was, but it was me and my three best friends. It was called Desperate Teens Without Hope. Okay? So I get invited to this thing. And my dad was always doing, like, crazy birthday parties. And uh, we get dressed up. and it's me. no. Wait, stop. We get dressed up. And I'm like, oh, this is cute. So he takes us to this fancy boardroom. And he pretends that he's running a dating service. And I was like, I get it. My dad's crazy. You know, it's going to be this fun clown thing that's going to come out. And uh, all of a sudden, these guys, these crazy-looking guys in these plaid blazers and these ugly pants and bags over their heads. Four dudes. And I knew it was my... I had this friend. His name was David Bibbs. He was kind of like my cousin. And he would always get in on these, like, family things. So I knew. I go, oh, it's my cousin. So we proceed to go along with this dating show. And my dad's like, well, you can ask them questions, but they have to tap their foot. Yes, or tap their foot. No. So we do this whole... And my... We're like giggly ninth-grade... 16 year old girls we're like ah and I go oh it's like my friend David this is no big deal don't sweat it ladies and uh so my dad brings them out it's like this whole thing it was really fun for my birthday and he brings them out with the bags over their heads and they have nice coats and jackets on and then he pairs us up with our dates for the evening and he proceeds to say you are going to be chauffeured off in like a Lincoln Town car, kind of like a limo, and we're I gonna go. That's what happened at Mark's birthday. Mark's yeah. birthday was more interesting. No, yes, it was. You're okay. gonna go to a Lincoln Town car with these dudes, and you're gonna have a great dinner, and it's like for my birthday. And I'm thinking, oh, that's nice. So the guys take their bags off. Who is standing next to me? <laughs> but my Sean Mendez, Brian D. Alexandris, the one, the only. I had never said. Five words to Brian Alexander's. He only lived in my dreams. And then he was standing next to me, and he went to Catholic Central, U of D. High. I mean, this was like hot guys from private school, right? Hot Catholic guys. And my friends, and, and his three hot friends, right? It was not my cousin's friends. It was not family friends. We didn't even know these guys. And my dad called Brian D. Alexander's on the phone and said, will you do this for my 16-year-old daughter? And then we all went out to dinner and we actually had a really good time. It was really fun. And then, like a five-year-old, we came back to my house, and my mom had cake and ice cream for us. <laughs> I had cake and ice cream with these guys from the... I mean, seriously. Now, I don't know where these dudes are now. So that's probably your dream birthday. It was my dream birthday. My dream birthday. I'm single now. Maybe some of them are watching. You don't know. I'm just saying. Please, no. I don't know what happened to any of no. them. One of them, I'm friends with his mother. Craig. What? Craig Delzio. Give a shout-out to jo- Joanne. But they were so cool about it, and they had fun. And then these girls, by the way, my friends, became super hot. So, like, that worked in their favor. What happened to you? 
Oh I'm my gosh! Dying a slow death. <laughs> so these girls were like fangirling over them, and then we tried to act cool the whole dinner. And then my mom had cake and ice cream and like pointy birthday hats, and they sang to me in my basement. But it was cute, and I really appreciate my dad doing that. I just it's pretty want epic. My dream birthday. You've had a lot of great birthdays. I know. We'll talk about that on another episode. I'm going to end this episode. Okay. Uh, but, yes. So, stalking paid off because I stalked him and then we eventually met. I stalked and my one, best friend to make her feel wanted. We had one fateful date. You have Casia. I have Brian Alexander. I have Casia. You have Brian. I don't know where he is. Call me. Wherever you are. Uh, okay. So, that's it for today. <laughs> I feel like every time we do this podcast, I... Uh, have some horribly embarrassing story from my childhood. About some hot guy that you liked, and I talked. Everyone liked him. It wasn't just me. Take a number. Nobody cares. No, he I, was me? Like, Ew, no. He was like our Shawn Mendes. I don't like Shawn Mendes. And the moral of the story is all the cutest boys are from Detroit. Yes. And make sure you send us an email uh, and tell us what you want us to talk about. See, you didn't know where this topic was going today. It was starting to be on one thing, and we ended up on my... Childhood love life. What were we even talking about? I don't remember. But send us an email at this is not a good idea podcast at gmail.com. Oh, we were talking about the email. Yeah, that's how we started. Okay, you can send us an email. Say bye. Bye.